Welcome, Welcome to Fightconomy. Here, Here we cover everything from finance, economy, and how it affects you. Please welcome your host, Kyle Talks. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to this beautiful, beautiful Sunday morning over here at the Kyle Talk Studio. And before we even start, I want to let you know that since you downloaded this episode, since you clicked it, since you're listening now, you want to better your future. And just by simply taking the first step, your future will be better. I know. I didn't think you would think that by clicking on this episode of Economy, which provides weekly insights on the finance economy and how it all affects you. And, and most importantly, not only all that, the Fi Economy episodes also help you better educate yourself so you can make better financial decisions. So therefore, you are going to make better financial decisions. I, I bet you didn't think that was going on when you clicked on this episode. Um, thank you for clicking on it, jokes aside. Thank you guys so much for showing um, love and support recently in the new year. You guys have been popping off. Um, I'm getting some interactions now. I have some people bantering with me about some of the topics and some of my takes. Yeah, some people are uh, nothing hard oppressive yet, like pushing up against me. But yeah, we're starting to get some conversation going. That's good. That's what this whole thing is about. So before we start, I just want to say a quick thank you guys for interacting with me. Thank you for supporting my content. For those of you who do share the show, I see it. I reshare it to my stories and on Twitter and stuff like that. You guys are awesome. I appreciate the love. But no more of this nonsense. We have a lot to talk about. If this is your first time here at Fi Economy, this is the show where we talk about the finances, your your finances, the economy, and everything in between and how it affects you. Here's why we do this show. We need to be financially literate. Um, It's this whole thing, but it's true. School doesn't teach you. Depending on your upbringing, certain parents don't talk about it. Like in my household, money was very a taboo, so we never really talked about it for certain reasons. And every household is different. But with all these things in mind, we should be talking about money. We should develop some financial literacy. We should be knowing what's going on in the world. We should know how to use our cash better for our advance. And it just makes us all around better individuals. If we want to become wealthier, if we want to become smarter about finances, we literally just have to educate ourselves at least once a week. That's where we can start. And then from there, go further. So that's the idea of the show. I hope you enjoy. This is my side hustle quotation marks, my main bread and butter of this podcast, of this channel is Kyle Talks, where I talk about society, business, culture. I bring on certain guests. I give my perspective on all these things. Um, Being that I am the first person in my family to graduate from college at all, just in 2022, uh, first person in my family to ever graduate. And then um, I run a startup now. I help do internships for some pretty big um, business names, William Scholes, the brand, throughout my um, internship. I've done investing. I've had some great mentors. I've shook the hand of some um, upper Apple executives. All this in mind. I'm not saying I know it all, not nearly, but the whole point of this is I'm learning, you're learning, let's help each other, and let's create community. Enough of all this self-ad throw. We have a lot of topics to jump into today. And before we jump into our first topic, we I gave you three topics that you need to know for the week. I provide all of the articles down in the show notes below. And also let me preface this. I do not know everything. I'm a 25-year-old, very young man. I'm still learning. You're still learning. Let's help each other learn. These aren't definitive answers. These are my takes. I always, I will always advocate you do your own research and take whatever anyone says, including me, with a grain of salt. Always click the links. Always do your own research. All that good stuff. So those will be all down in the show notes. 
And let's jump into it. Um, so you guys remember how we've talked about inflation before? I'm not sure if you know about inflation, but things are getting more expensive and all that good stuff. Well, things might be getting more expensive for us, but they're getting cheaper for the billion dollar businesses. Yeah, let's talk about that. I've already spoiled it for you. This article, things are getting cheaper for the billion dollar businesses. Now, we've talked about it last week in Phyconomy, if you weren't there. Uh, like I said, we aren't doom and gloom. We spit facts. We try to be as unbiased as we can get because we're talking about money. Um, we shouldn't have no biases when it comes to money. Money don't got no biases. You need to know where it's going, what it's doing. Um, yeah, you can't just throw it out anywhere. So anyways, let's talk about this. Um, so last week we talked about things are getting cheaper. Inflation is down. Um, CPI, which is consumer price index. And all that means is like the basket of goods, like how cheap stuff is. Like That's all that really means in layman terms. Stuff is going down for sure. We're still in high inflation. Inflation's at 6.7% or 6.5, excuse me, one of those two. Um, inflation's still high. We're still facing these different things. The mark for inflation, so the Federal Reserve, which is the money managers of America, they want inflation at 2%. And right now we're at 6.5 to 6.7. Yeah, we're nowhere near what they want to be, but we did peak around 8. So we are getting better stuff theoretically should be coming down um you can't say for sure it's been coming down because it takes a while for the stuff to be in fact but hey for these big businesses they're getting a big discount more so than we are getting on the products that we buy so let's jump into the article like i said the links are down below for these let's get into it the producer price index declined 0.5 percent for the month compared to the dow jones estimate for a 0.1 decrease what's the producer price index well, I'm so glad you asked. You're so intuitive. It just means how much it costs for the producers to make things. That's literally it. The Make them and then between the final sell price. So in layman's terms, how much it costs for them to make something. That's what it is. So it costs them half a percent less to make stuff than it did the month previous. A sharp drop in energy prices helped bring the headline inflation reading down for the month. The PPIs, the producer price index, Final demand energy index plunged 7.9%. An actual W, right? We want fuel and energy to go down because out here in California, it's still expensive. So that's actually good. Um, energy index was down about 8%. That means gas sh should be getting cheaper here. That's not a, this is going to get cheaper. It should be getting cheaper here probably within the next one to three months. These things take time. Unless prices go up, which is weird because then... Prices go up instantly, but it takes a while to come down. Huh, I wonder why it's built like that. Retail sales fell 1.1% in December, slightly more than the 1% forecast. People are not spending money. Prices for wholesale goods and services fell sharply in December, providing another sign that inflation, while still high, is beginning to ease. The PPI, the Producer Price Index, which, measure, which measures final demand prices across hundreds of categories, declined 0.5% for the month. The Labor Department reported Wednesday. Here we go. Economists surveyed by the Dow Jones have been looking for a 0.1% decline. This decline was the biggest monthly basis since April 2020. Energy dropped 7.9%. Also, here's here's one for us struggling with food. So we talked about how food was almost 10% uh, more expensive. This one's actually good. The final demand food index also fell, declining 1.2%. 
Inflation readings, although, could be less certain. As costs for a gallon of gas is up about 21 cents this time from last month, and crude oil prices have risen about 1.6% so far in January. We got some good stuff here. We don't have some good stuff here. What can we get out of this? What is good for you and me to know about this? Stuff should be starting to get cheaper here in one to three months. To be fair, stuff has already gotten cheaper since about June of last year. Although prices are still high, don't I know we talked about this, especially during the elections, the election season of last year. What every, I don't care what your political affiliation is, no matter what it is, every side does this during a season. Stuff is better. Look, we brought the price down so much, but you're still on boiling water. It's still hot. Um, you didn't bring down anything. It's just a little better than what it was, but we're still in high inflationary periods. Keep this in mind. This is the kind of talk that we're seeing in this article whether um, this article was pulled from MSNBC, whether they know it or not, the writer knows it or not, this is the kind of talk that we're getting. All this is meaning it's costing less for the producers to make stuff. This stuff usually takes time. This I made a Phyconomy episode a long time ago, or like last year, summer-ish, and we talked about how inflation and how price raises, re and how inflation and how... Um, Gosh, the other words escaping my mind. I apologize. But how when price um, interest rates, when how inflation and interest rates hold each other. So when the money manager of America announced that interest rates are going up, it's not instantly. Usually it can be. It's not instantly where prices jump up, depending on how bad they raise interest rates. Right. These things take time. It usually takes on average three to six to seven months for us to get to the price target that where they want. So even after, they, let's say after they announce higher interest rates or something like that, it could take a while for the prices to go up. And I say that to you because this works vice versa. With interest rates coming down, with producers costing them less to build stuff, which, does, which makes sense, right? Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna expand on this thought bubble because this will I this helped me a lot when I was in school, and I think this will. Me pointing out this point will really help you understand finances and how the world economy, at least the U.S. economy, works better. So really listen into this. It makes sense that producers are, are being charged and making things cheaper right now in this moment of history. Because think about it. The Federal Reserve, the money manager of America, about mid to end of summer last year in 2022 started lowering interest rates they started cutting it actually i think of june or uh what's about january February, march april may june july august so july end of july we saw peak inflation at nine percent pretty much rounding after that they said they started lowering lowering the interest rate hikes so that eventually stuff can become cheaper Fast forward literally six months, almost seven months from that point, and look at where we are. We're starting to notice these effects of lower inflation. We're starting to notice these effects of businesses making stuff for cheaper. You see what I'm saying here? So six, seven months ago, they started decreasing interest rates. So your interest rates on loans were cheaper, so money was theoretically 
I'm air quoting here, cheaper, because you don't have to pay much back on interest on the principal loan. I hope you guys are keeping with me. So should we be surprised that things are starting to get cheaper and prices are starting to come down six or seven months from when they announced lower interest rates? No, this is how the economy works. And the reason I want to take like two minutes to bring up that point is I want like me because I needed this so much. And I know there's probably other people who listen who probably think a lot like me or just need to see real world or examples. This is your real world example of stuff, at least in the U.S. economy, taking time to reach price targets that the money managers of America set. Does that make sense? So six to seven months ago, we had really high inflation. It started to come down. The money manager of America said, hey, maybe we can cool off on increasing interest rates so money's not as expensive. Credit card debt, loan, car debt is not expensive. Here we are six to seven months later, and the PPI, it's costing 0.5% less for these companies to make stuff. And on our end, we've seen inflation go down about 2%. So it's weird. Sometimes you don't like these politicians, economists, they make really dumb decisions. But if we're just looking at the data that is before us right now, the hard, valuable data that's in front of us, things are going as planned, at least at the moment. Who knows what the future holds? But right now, in this point in history, this has their plan is worked for all intents and purposes. So I just want to really zoom in on that thought to kind of see, to kind of you an idea, a visual of how this works. So with all that in mind, they still plan on decreasing interest rates. So it'll be interesting to see where we are in August um, of 2023, six to seven months, and see how inflation has gone down. We'll see how We'll see how the PPI has come down and we'll see all these different costs. So keep a mind out for that. Stuff is getting better, surprisingly. Things are getting better. Inflation's coming down. Stuff is becoming cheaper, but it's we're still in a high inflationary period. Even though things are getting better, don't like tunnel vision on the getting better because it's still, prices are still high um, for food, for fuel. So keep that in mind. That's a little bit of a deep dive, but I hope me zooming in on that thought bubble really helps you understand kind of grasp what's going on right now in the world economy so there that is that's what's going on in the economy at least for the u.s and like me you've probably thought how can you get a raise kyle i need to get more money i gotta pay i gotta pay mama i got some kids i live in la and pay thirteen hundred dollars for a studio you know whatever it is you got gambling hey it is what it is you want to know how to get make more money and ask for a raise Quit. Yeah, you heard me. Quit your job. Get that resume. Dust it off. Make it look pretty. Throw it through his resume editor. Go on chat GPT. Type in, read my resume and make it sound cooler, doper, like I'm more expensive than I am. Download that PDF. And then go to different websites and start saying, hey, I need to get paid more. I'm looking for this job. I'll do it. And I'm literally not kidding. Let's jump into today's article. Want the best raise? Quit. Look for another job. Yeah. This one caught my eye too. I thought it was really interesting. Let's get into it. Like I said, article for this link is also down in the show notes below. Let's jump into it, folks. Two-thirds of those who got raise-boosted pay by 11% or more have quit their jobs to find new employment opportunities. 
Today, people hear back from employers in days faster than normal due to the current hiring freezes for multiple companies, and almost 5% of the job switchers doubled their salary. So 11% of people, or two-thirds of people, got their pay boosted by 11% by switching jobs. 5% of people doubled their salary twice the share in early 2022. So this is about a year ago, those statistics. It's still a good time for Americans to switch jobs. Workers who jumped ship to a new employer late last year got bigger salary bumps than they did in early 2022. According to a survey by job search website ZipRecruiter, have you guys heard those ads? I literally hear those ads everywhere I go. I cannot escape ZipRecruiter. Underscoring the demand for labor remains strong despite waves of layoffs in industries like technology and finance. We're going to be talking about that, by the way. While this, while the same share of recent hires, about 6 in 10, are getting pay increases at the start of the year, there were more jumbo hikes. I'm going to read that again, and we'll dive deeper into the article. About 6 in 10 people who quit their job and joined another new team, 6 out of 10 of those people, so more than half, the majority, are getting a pay increase. More than some people got their pay increases at the start of 2022 for quitting and leaving their job. In addition, there were more jumbo hikes. Get ready for this one. About two-thirds of those who got a raise by changing employers in the fourth quarter of the year saw their paychecks climb by at least 11%. About two-thirds of those who got a raise by changing employers in the fourth quarter of the year saw their paychecks climb at least at minimum the bare minimum of 11 percent compared than less than half in the first quarter this is crazy why why would something like this be happening what are the economics behind it i have two more points i want to read and i want to kind of give my two cents and what i've seen some of my cohorts who I've gone to school with what they're doing and some of my um, current people who I work with at the startup now, uh, I have some thoughts about this. More than 27% of new employees got a sign-on bonus in the fourth quarter, up from 22%. 27% of new employees got a sign-on bonus that was bigger by 22% than the year before. So not only do you get paid more, you get a one-time bonus that's 22% bigger. More than 40% improved their schedule flexibility in the new position, and more than one quarter gained health benefits. Hey, health benefits. I did an episode on that, I think. U.S. employers added a higher than expected 223K jobs in December, even though we're laying off a lot of people, and we'll get into that. According to the Labor Department job openings, while decline getting the last year remain elevated. That's the article. There is some more stuff in there. I just kind of get out the important little tidbits. There is still some other stuff in there you might want to read. I always recommend to read this stuff for yourself. But the long skinny of it is, if you leave your job right now, well, not right now, right? Like, don't just up and quit. Like, look for another job while you're working kind of thing, you know? Like, you don't go shoe shopping with no shoes on. You know what I'm saying? That kind of thing. If you just do that, you have an overwhelming majority chance of increasing your pay 
by at least, at bare minimum, 11%. You heard me when I said that? Six out of 10 people, statistically, from the Department of Labor statistics, these are like the US people who have to look in employment, are stating that about six in 10 people got paid more when they left their jobs, at least 11%. They get a 22% of their salary as a bonus, a one-time bonus, and in 5% of cases, they've almost doubled their salary. Isn't that crazy? That's not for you to think about. If you're, um, unfortunately, this doesn't apply as much to retail gigs because I was retail. You guys know I gave my whole spiel. I've been non-retail for about six months, seven months now. Um, I always enjoyed my time in retail. Um, Target was always there in Lowe's. I've enjoyed both of those jobs, actually. Um, Target, we know that minimum wage workers are getting paid more. Um, when I started, you guys heard me say this, but I'm going to say it every time because it's true. When I started at Target, I was hired on at 15. Literally the other day, so I went to Target to get some ice cube trays. There's a big old sign that says starting at 1650 or 1675. So even minimum wage are getting a taste of this. They're getting paid more. Unfortunately, there's not as much negotiation as there would be for like a salary based position. But employers are offering more money, yet we're seeing these high layoffs specifically in the big businesses so what's this say um we're getting a lot of conflicting information i know in the past we've talked about how people like there's waves of firing going on um and we're talking about that in the next article by the way these huge layoffs we hear workers are getting paid more there but there's huge layoffs happening but we're still in like an employment epidemic where people still need people these corporations need people to come work for them. They still need them to come on the team. There's a lot of weird information about employment. People are getting paid more, but more people are leaving. We still need people, so we have to entice them with more payment. Um, jobs, according to this article, was, was added over 223,000 jobs. And that's hundreds of thousands. But people still need to get paid more. So we're seeing right now in this moment, as I'm thinking about this, it's not written in my notes, but this is an employment market right now. If you're looking for a new job, this is literally your best time to do it. You have the leverage right now, whether that be, unfortunately, maybe if it's a retail job and a minimum wage position, unfortunately, you may not have as much leverage. But if we're talking a skilled position that is... Um, trades or salary or an office job or um, construction that is like some kind of skill not implying retail people don't have skills i was retail i had skills not implying that it's just how the overall job market works right being realistic about it you have more of a chance for those people in that category to negotiate for better for better like salary for better pay for better bonuses this is your time. So if you're you're literally right now where we're at in the economy and with employment, you're in the best position if you're looking for a job or if you actually want to get paid more and get valued more, this is your perfect time to start looking for another job or even use that as leverage against some like against your employer. Like, hey, I know there's an employment epidemic right now. I'm taking up this work slack A, B, C, D. You fill up the reasons and go get yourself paid. Bippity boppity, give me the zoppity. If you know where that's from, I will literally love you forever. I will not tell you that's from, but if you know where that's from, please DM me and I will like literally hug you. Zip bippity boppity, 
give me the zappity. So that's interesting, right? This is an employer's employment employee market. If you're looking for a good job, now is the best time to look for it. Because if you're looking for a new job, you might be one of the a million people that got let off by big tech corporations. Yeah, I thought employment was getting better too, but it's really not. Yep, let's jump into it. Employment, as we just talked about, a lot of people are getting laid off. A lot of people are getting laid off in the big businesses. We're talking about Amazon. We're talking about Google. We're talking about Apple. We're talking about Microsoft. They are letting people go. Are we surprised? Look at the current economic state of the country. We should not be surprised about what's going on right now and why things are going on right now. But that is what it is. So let's just get jumped in right into it. All these companies have had major layoffs. Let's jump into the article today, folks. Google became the latest company to reduce headcount, laying off 12,000 employees on Friday. Severance packages vary from company to company, ranging from the minimum legally required to longer-term packages that include healthcare benefits and accelerated vesting. Accelerated vesting just means like your shares in the company that you have to wait to buy. That's literally all that is. Regardless, laid-off employees will enter an uncertain job market, we just talked about that, with reduced investor appetite for hiring and expenses amid the large pay raises that most new hires have seen right now. Yeah, we just talked about that. Tech companies have laid off tens of thousands of workers in recent months as the industry grapples with the reduced risk appetite. From investors and increases in borrowing costs, laid off employees across the tech sector enter an uncertain job market with headcount reductions taking place across all experience levels and teams. Yeah. People are getting laid off. We're going to talk about these other companies, too, that have been laying off a lot of people. Laid off workers will receive severance packages of varying sizes and duration and depending on how they work and stuff like that. So. If you don't know what a severance package is, it's okay because I didn't know either until like recently. And by recently, I mean like a year or two ago because I learned it in school. But severance packages is like, say you work at a big job making a hundred grand a year and they're like, hey, we're going to cut you off, but we're giving you a severance package so it's not as bad, which means they'll like, we'll pay you for four months still. You'll still get a paycheck for four months. You'll still have healthcare benefits through us for four months. But after that four months is done you're out of here kind of thing. So like severance packages are really nice because you can still be getting paid while you're looking for a new job kind of thing. I don't know like the limitations on it. I've never had, I've never had a severance package. So I couldn't tell you like what it looks like, what that looks like, the limitations on it. Like if you get a new job, does it go away or whatever? Like, I don't know those exact details if I'm being um, honest with you. But it gives you some cushion to help find new jobs. And who knows, these people might get paid twice as much more, right? On Friday, CEO Sundar Pichai, I I know I ruined his name. I apologize, Sundar. Um, He is the CEO of Apple. um, Said Google would lay off about 12K workers across areas, product areas, functions, levels, and regions. Let's jump into these other two big companies that have let off a lot of people. On Wednesday, Microsoft said it was laying off 10K employees. Amazon has been going through large layoffs since late last year. In November, in, or, or 
since late last year. Yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. In November, it began job cuts that primarily affected recruiting devices. And at the same time, the company offered these devices and services to an employee severance package. But now they are topping up top executives, certain mid-level managers, and continuing at the moment are cut are. Sorry, I cannot read right now. I'm like, ugh. And at the same time, so mid-level managers, market managers, top executives, Amazon's really cutting the board, right? The article is short. I recommend you read it yourself. But it just goes perfect in tandem with what we just talked about. Layoffs are big, and there's a big hiring drought that's happening. But a lot of these companies still need people. And what do they have to what do they have to offer people to get them on board? Mo money. Literally, you go a job for money. How do you entice people to come in and work for your company? Say it with me, money. So I thought this was a perfect tie-in when I was doing my research for the week about the article previously talking about people getting paid more and about this huge like employee season that we're in where you have the leverage to these big businesses firing people. Now, I know a lot of other businesses are doing this. I have a good buddy of mine um, that he um, he worked for DoorDash. I know he's telling me DoorDash is doing a lot of layoffs. I have a buddy who's in um, Apple. He said Apple. They haven't started off layoffs yet, but he said there's talks about it. Now, he's not a top executive or something, but he heard it from his boss that stuff might be going on. It's this huge thing, right? Like, Layoffs are going to be happening. Layoffs have already started big. And if these big companies are doing layoffs, then you know other companies will follow suit. So just keep an eye out for it. Here's the hope at the end of the tunnel. You are, if you are getting fired or you have been laid off or you are looking for a job, this is your season right now. This is literally your season, your time to shine. You have the leverage. Companies want you to go out there and negotiate and get some more money. But guys, that is the fight economy today. We talked about how the economy, the eco- the economy, the economy is actually getting better. We're still in a non-favorable position, but it is slowly getting better. We talked about the job market for the rest of the episode. We what we said, people are getting paid at least 11% more. The majority, six out of every 10 people, are getting paid at bare minimum 11% more for switching jobs, 5% are doubling, and you get a, tw- in most cases, you get a 22% sign on bonus. And all this is why? Because huge layoffs are going on right now, and people still need people even amid the layoffs. It's a little bit of a weird situation, but I want you to take this information. Go read these articles. Never take my word for it. There might be biases there I'm not aware of. Go read it for yourself. Come to your own conclusions. Take what I said with a grain of salt and do your own research. Find out for yourself and be empowered. Go out in that workforce and get more money. You guys are loved, valued. If you enjoy these episodes or gained everything from it, any information, entertaining at all, please go ahead and share the episode, copy the link and put it on Instagram or Twitter and tag at Kyle the Horton. I will repost it to my socials. I would so appreciate that. Let's get the word out. Let's educate more people. If you found this valuable and like to support me and continuing to further the Kyle Talks brand and podcast, I do have a Patreon down in the show notes before. If you do want to support me financially that way, although not needed, it would be appreciated. All those funds go to podcasting equipment, 
getting certain people on the show and all that kind of stuff. That's where all that money goes to you. Just furthers, betters the podcast. And I am on social media at Kyle the Horton on Instagram and Twitter. I would love to connect with you. Love to talk with you. Please rate the show and review the show if you enjoyed it. And have a fantastic rest of your day. I will see you next time on Kyle Talks.